When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're already working through some holiday traditions. I come home and I'll be honest with you, I try to stay in my pajamas for at least a week. Whatever they might be. Can I take you to a bar? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, December 7th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. After rumors, paparazzi photos, and podcast recordings galore, Taylor Swift is finally opening up about the subject on everyone's lips, her relationship with NFL star Travis Kelsey. Swift, who was revealed as Time Magazine's 2023 Person of the Year on Wednesday, not only discussed the public's reaction to their ongoing romance, but revealed that their dating timeline cannot be measured in football games alone. While it seemed that their relationship began when Swift accepted an invitation to attend his September 24th game at Arrowhead Stadium, this was not the case. In fact, a window of privacy was an important element of their then-budding romance. She told Time, quote, We actually had a significant amount of time that no one knew, which I'm grateful for, because we got to get to know each other. By the time I went to that first game, we were a couple. I think some people think they saw our first date at that game. We would never be psychotic enough to hard launch a first date. Swift's frequent attendance at Kansas City Chiefs games threw both Swifties and NFL fans for a loop and captured the world's attention. A game she attended in October was one of the most watched Sunday shows since the Super Bowl. It even inspired a Saturday Night Live sketch poking fun at the NFL's obsession with her constant presence. You can read more from her time cover story at EW.com. Donald Glover's Mr. and Mrs. Smith TV series has recruited more agents. EW exclusively revealed Wednesday that Alexander Skarsgård, Sarah Paulson, Ron Perlman, Isa Gonzalez, Sharon Horgan, Ursula Corbero, and Billy Campbell are all part of Prime Video's reimagining of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's 2005 spy movie. They join the previously announced roster of guest stars including Paul Dano, Michaela Cole, John Turturro, Parker Posey, and Wagner Mora. All details about the guest stars' roles are being kept appropriately top secret for now. All eight episodes of Mr. and Mrs. Smith debut February 2nd on Prime Video. Fresh off her stint on Dancing with the Stars, where she was a finalist on this week's season finale, Vanderpump Rule star Ariana Maddox has revealed that she is heading to Broadway. Beginning January 29th, Maddox will join the cast of Chicago as Mary Murderous Roxy Hart in a limited eight-week engagement. And Norman Lear, the legendary television producer and philanthropist who revolutionized the sitcom in the 1970s with All in the Family, The Jeffersons, and other landmark series, died of natural causes Tuesday at his Los Angeles home. He was 101. Few people have had as much influence on television, and therefore on American culture, as did Lear. 
shows including NYPD Blue, Will and & Grace, and Sex and the City owe something of their existence to Lear's groundbreaking efforts to liberalize ideas of what is fit content for a television program. After fighting in World War II, he joined his cousin Ed Simmons to write comedy material for Danny Thomas, Martin and Lewis, Martha Ray, Tennessee Ernie Ford, and others to perform in nightclubs and eventually on TV. But it was his partnership with director Bud Yorkin that Lear started to hit his stride. They moved back and forth between television and movies, working on programs such as The Andy Williams Show and features including Divorce, American Style, for which Lear earned an Oscar nomination for his screenplay, as well as The Night They Raided Minsky's and Cold Turkey, which was his directorial debut. But his life took a turn when he read an item in TV Guide about a British series called Till Death Do Us Part, about a middle-aged man and his son-in-law who fought about all the social and political issues of the day. Sound familiar? Well, Lear and Yorkin bought the rights and developed all in the family. When the show hit the airwaves in 1971, CBS took the precaution of hiring extra phone operators to staff switchboards around the country in anticipation of a deluge of complaint. As it turned out, there were a lot of calls, but many were positive. All in the Family would spend the next five years as the top-rated show in the country, win three Emmys for Best Comedy Series, and run in various incarnations for 12 years. Lear went on to create hits including Maud, starring B. Arthur, Sanford and Son, starring the great Red Fox, The Jeffersons, about middle-class blacks that dared to show that bigotry wasn't exclusively a white phenomenon, and One Day at a Time, about a single mother. Lear's final success was Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, a parody soap opera that went further over the top than any of its stablemates. Lear continued working through his later years, including on the One Day at a Time reboot starring Justina Machado, as well as producing the documentary Rita Moreno, Just a Girl Who Decided to Go For It. You can read more about Lear's incredible life and career at EW.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out EW critic Kristen Baldwin's list of the 10 best and three worst shows of 2023. Meet the queens who will be competing on the next season of RuPaul's Drag Race and read our sit down with Julia Roberts and her Leave the World Behind director Sam Esmail. And of course, get more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews and more. Sugar, butter, flour, and Sarah Bareilles. It's the recipe for a perfect pie as our number three pick today, Waitress, the Broadway musical, hits theaters for a limited five-day engagement. In the filmed production of the musical, Sarah Bareilles pulls double duty as both the composer of the show's music and lyrics and as star playing Jenna, the show's titular waitress. Let's take a listen to the trailer. Sugar, butter, sugar, butter, flour, sugar. Order up! Open it up, let in the day. that ain't gonna bake themselves. Jenna! Life's just peachy, peachy, keen pie. Jenna! Where there's a whisk, there's a whey pie. Oh, Lord.
flower. That'll be stuck in your head all day. Based on Adrian Shelley's 2007 film of the same name, Waitress follows Jenna, a baker trapped in an abusive marriage. When Jenna discovers she's pregnant, it sparks an affair with the town's new doctor, Jim, and opens her eyes to the possibilities of a fresh start. The musical opened on Broadway in 2016, boasting the first all-female production team on The Great White Way. Nominated for five Tony Awards, including Best Original Score, Waitress is a sweet treat just in time for the holidays. Its five-day theatrical run starts today. Number two. We're mixing Christmas and country. Our number two pick today is Christmas at the Opry, an annual NBC holiday special. The two-hour event will be hosted by recent The Voice mega mentor, Wynonna Judd. The holiday music marathon at Nashville's Grand Ole Opry will also feature performances from Kelly Clarkson, Chrissy Metz, Adam Doliak, Breland, Brenda Lee, and many, many others. Get ready for a good old-fashioned country sing-along, Opry style. It's time to celebrate the season, and it's all about food, fellowship, and your faith, and we become a family. Walk around the Christmas tree and a happy holiday. My Christmas tradition is really simple. I come home, and I'll be honest with you, I try to stay in my pajamas for at least a week and I just play with my grandbaby and I try to stay fully present and in the moment. Well, you can catch Winona Judd and all the other country stars celebrating the holidays in Christmas at the Opry tonight at 8 on NBC and streaming tomorrow on Peacock. It's trivia time. The Frasier reboot is wrapping up its season tonight with the return of a fan favorite character from the original cast. However, one actor who did not return to the show got a little tribute in the series. The bar Frasier frequents is called Mahoney's in honor of which character from the original show? Is it Frasier's dad, Martin Crane, his brother, Niles Crane, or Niles' love interest, Daphne Moon? Stick around for that answer, as well as more on today's number one pick, Frasier. What to Watch, we'll be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Jessica Morris is best known as One Life to Live's Jennifer Rappaport but she can also currently be seen in the new movie, Break-In. She stars as a woman fixing her mother's house to sell it, only her time there is marred by concerns over an affair and the presence of a masked person trying to get into the house. But when Jessica has a chance to relax, we wondered, Jessica Morris, what you watching? I have been watching Poker Face on Peacock. It's a TV show starring Natasha Lyonne, who plays a casino worker who's on the run. I love that each episode introduces new characters and storylines, which keeps it really interesting. But there's still a thread that ties them all together. There's a bit of drama, but also a bit of comedy, kind of like life. Uh, I like that it has a lot of action, mystery, and suspense. Keeps me on my toes. 
I also recently watched a great movie called Nyad, starring Annette Bening and Jodie Foster. It's based on a true story about Diana Nyad, who was the first person to swim from Cuba to Florida at the age of 60. It's incredibly heartwarming and inspirational and conveys the message that you can accomplish your dreams at any age if you try hard enough and you are persistent enough. I found that uh, really captivating. Some great picks right there, and you can take Morris up on her recommendations by catching Poker Face on Peacock and Nyad on Netflix. You can also see her starring in Break In alongside Billy Baldwin and Jonathan Stoddard. The film is streaming now on both Peacock and Roku. For its season finale, the Frasier reboot, our top pick today, welcomes an old friend from the original series when Perry Gilpin returns as Roz Doyle. Have a listen. Roz! You look like crap. Oh, they still got it. Well, it is Christmas in the Crane House, and Frazier, at the mere hint of a suggestion from his son, Freddy, decides to throw a last-minute holiday party. However, Freddy's attention is divided, as his best friend Eve is spending her first Christmas without her late firefighter boyfriend, who is also the father of her infant child. In typical Frasier fashion, Dr. Crane's party turns into a disaster, as Freddy tries and fails to show up for both Eve and his dad. But Freddy's also got a surprise gift up his sleeve to cheer up Frasier, who's also spending his first Christmas without his dad, Martin. Spoiler alert, the surprise is Roz. So what was it like for Gilpin to reprise the role of Roz 20 years after the original Frasier went off the air? She told us. It was fantastic it was it was like um you know i i just loved getting to do it i like it was a fantasy come true you know that to to play that part again and um and to kind of go back into that world and there was there's bittersweet things you know because uh, i you know it, it it makes me so sad when i think about john i miss him i he was a great friend but it was i feel like they dealt with that you know they 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 go back to john every chance they can and they refer back to arc they refer back to cheers they refer back to you know our first fraser and and i feel like we're kind of a part of it and and it felt like very comfortable there and wonderful and funny and it was really funny and it's like comfort screen when you watch it you know you're like oh my gosh i get to see this again it's it's new it's fresh and i but i'm getting the same feelings i got from watching it the first time well though the show doesn't go too deep into what roz has been up to for the past two decades gilpin has her own thoughts on the matter i think she's been dating i think she's been having a lot of fun traveling wearing gorgeous clothes enjoying herself And hopefully you enjoy yourself watching the season finale of frasier streaming today on paramount plus And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Mahoney's, the new bar on Frasier, is a tribute to which character from the original series? Is it Frasier's dad, Martin Crane, his brother, Niles Crane, or Niles' love interest, Daphne Moon? 
Well, Roz might be back, but Martin, Niles, and Daphne are not. However, it is the actor who played Frasier's dad, Martin, John Mahoney, who gets a tribute. The late actor who died in 2018 is the namesake of Frasier's new favorite bar, Mahoney's. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Maureen Lee Linker, Lester Brathwaite, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch.